Like a wedding band, Wonderland, so my alias is Alice. And we gon' start a motherfucking pussy riot. Or we gon' have to put them on a pussy diet. Look at that, I guarantee I got them quiet. Look at that, I guarantee they all inspired. A Town made it out there. Straight out Kansas City, yeah, we made it out there. Celebrated, graduated, made it past fail. Sassy, classy, Kool Aid with the kale. Mama was a G, she was cleaning hotels. Papa was a driver, I was working retail. Kept us in the back of the store, we ain't hitting no more moon lit nigga, lit nigga. Already got the Oscar for the costume. Running down Grammys with the family. Probably give a Tony to the homies. Probably get an Emmy dedicated to the highly melanated. Arc Android orchestrated. Yeah, we highly melanated. Arc Android orchestrated. Yeah, Gemini's still jamming. Box office numbers and they doing outstanding. Running out of space on a damn bandwagon. Remember when they used to say I look too mannish? Black girl magic, y'all can't stand it. Y'all can't ban it. Made out like a bandit. They've been trying hard just to make us all vanish. I suggest they put a flag on a whole nother planet. Jane Bond, never Jane Doe. And I Jane Go, never Sambo. Black and white, yeah, that's always been my camo. It's looking like y'all gon' need some more ammo. I cut them off, I cut them off, I cut them off like Van Gogh. Now, pan right for the angle. I got away with murder, no scandal. <laughs> Cue the violins and violas. We gave you life, we gave you birth, we gave you God, we gave you earth. We film the future, don't make it worse. You want the world, well, what's it worth? Emoticons, Decepticons, and Autobots. Who twist the plot? Who shot the sheriff? Then fled to Paris in the darkest hour. Spoke truth to power. Made a fan out of your girlfriend. Let's get caught downtown in the whirlwind. And paint the city pink, paint the city pink. And tuck the pearls in, just in case the world in. Huh. And nigga down dog, nigga move back. Take a seat, you are not involved. And hit the mute button. Let the vagina have a monologue. Mansplaining, I fold them like origami. What's away, baby? This a tsunami. But a culture, I kamikaze. I put my life on a lifeline. If she the goat, now would anybody doubt it? If she the goat, now would anybody doubt it? Huh? Do anybody got it? Do anybody got it? I say anybody got it. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? What's going on? I love you for coming back and playing with me. Uh, so, as you guys know, this is episode nine. We have one more episode. And then, well, this is the one more episode. And then we have the season one finale. And I have something very special planned for that one. Um, I'm going to be discussing... One of my number one favorite entertainers, and you all know who she is, so I don't have to say her name, but you'll have to tune in next week and get so much, you'll learn so much information about her from her life, her likes, her dislikes, record sales. I mean, the entire show is going to be about her, but today 
We're going to be a little serious. As you guys know, the title of the show is the, the Injustice Within the Justice. And what I mean by that is the injustice of our justice system. And I was inspired be, by uh, watching When They See Us, which I just watched today. I binge watched the entire thing. Yes, I binge watched the entire four hours. Truly powerful, riveting, just unexplainable emotions to know what the the Central Park Five men have gone through. And I want to truly give a shout out to the men of the Central Park Five and really, you know, thank Matea, Matthias Reyes, who came forward to Corey Wise in prison and confessed to the rape and beating of the 28-year-old at the time, Jogger, and he didn't have to do that. But the charges on these now grown men when they were just babies, they were teenagers ranging from 14 to 16, the charges were assault, robbery, riot, rape, sexual abuse, attempted murder, All the men except Corey were sentenced to 5 to 10 years when Corey got 5 to 15 years. And they initially, when they were all released, they sued the city of New York. And it took a decade for them to get justice. A decade and and a newly elected mayor at the time to get justice. And they received, as a group, $41 million in 2014. But, again, I want to give them a shout out to the men who went down, but they held on to their faith. Their families held them down. They did not give up. They did the time, even though they were innocent. Kevin Richardson, Raymond Santana Jr., Antron McRae. Corey Wise, I'm missing one more. Yousef, those are the men. Yousef, Kevin, Raymond, Antron, and Corey. And Corey, as you guys see, you guys saw in the miniseries, he got the most time because he was the oldest. And in the city of New York, I'm not sure if it was the state at the time that it was the law, if you were 16 and older, you did not have to have a, a parent present during questioning. But these officers, including Linda Firestein, who has now since resigned from Vassar and another program she was ahead of, that bitch decided, knowing that these boys were not a part of this attack, their DNA did not even match to the scene of the crime, but they used what is called the read technique where you question someone for 48 hours without bathroom breaks, without food, even when it comes to a child, without parent supervision. They coerced these boys. They coerced them, meaning they manipulated, they kind of mind fucked them in a way to saying, to giving false statements, saying, Yes, I raped this woman. They even recorded Corey on tape saying, I raped this woman. It was my first rape and my last. I will never do this again, knowing he's innocent. And, <clears throat> excuse me, but. 
the story, it, it was just, it was amazing. It was powerful. It was something to watch. I'm glad I watched it. Um, Ava DuVernay is an amazing writer, as we've all seen, you know, the hit TV show Queen Sugar, um, directing A Wrinkle in Time, you know, and uh, a couple other projects, you know, and she is a Black Girls Rock recipient, which is wonderful. And I mean, we love Ava and, you know, the stuff she's doing in the black community and for black cinema. And the reason why I say it's injustice because y'all president, he ain't mine, y'all president, whoever voted for him, because I'm going to tell you right now, if you're listening to this, you fucked up. And if you voted for Trump, you fucked up twice. Okay? You in the wrong motherfucking place. And I don't do politics. You know, I did that one interview and we're, we're going to continue with more. But back when Trump was in New York and he had Trump Towers and everything, he wanted to bring the death penalty back and he wanted, he wanted these five men executed. Not knowing the, that it was all, in, they were all innocent. They were all innocent. And when you see the injustice in our justice system, Eric Garner, Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin, prime examples. We speak their names so they are not, they are not forgotten, but we speak their names to show that our justice system, it seems to continue to fail us because innocent people are being either murdered, they're being convicted, they are being looked at as criminals, they're not looked at as human beings. They are looked at, for lack of better words, which was said in when in which was said in the miniseries "This Is Us" by a policeman and Linda Firestein herself. They're looked at as animals, which is awful. And people should not be looked at as animals. Convicted felons are not animals. Now, when a person commits a crime, are they guilty? Yes. When they've committed a crime and they plead guilty to it, that means they admitted to what they've done. They, they are not animals, though. They're still human. They made a mistake. They go to jail. They pay for that mistake. They do the time. Some people go away for life, depending on the crime. Now, even, y'all may disagree with me, even sex offenders and rapists, you know, they're not animals. They're still human beings. But... Here's the thing. They're not animals. They're, those types of people are monsters. There's a difference. Those are monsters because monsters have no souls. So a person that commits a robbery, that's not an animal. That's still a human being. A person that rapes someone, that's a monster. That's a difference. You see the difference here? A rapist, a murderer, a child molester, a sexual abuser, you're a monster. A robber, a petty thug, a petty thief. You're not an animal. You're not an animal. An animal doesn't know right from wrong unless they're trained. We do not see humans as animals. And a lot of times we see a lot of cases. We hear about a lot of court cases 
the person was wrongfully committed, the injustice wasn't there, and you know, even in prison, you see that they are their own type of society where a lot of outside rules don't matter. I mean, we've seen it plenty of times on you know shows like Oz and Locked Up. You know, sixty days in, it's a whole nother world out in there because street rules don't apply. Most of them don't. The only uh, only rule that applies in a prison is you don't snitch. That's the only thing. Like you will see inmates get beat up or even just roughed up, and a guard will come in and say, "Are you all right? What's going on here? What happened?" And the inmate will say, "Nothing. I'm good." They don't snitch. Even if it's someone they don't like, a different race, they don't snitch on them, you know. But <clears throat> there are a lot of people in the prisons now. I believe a lot of them are innocent. Some of them are guilty. Some of them deserve to be there. Some don't. The ones that don't deserve to be there, they have to keep fighting. They have to stay strong. They have to have their family stay strong for them and continue to fight for them so they can come home safe. Because just as hard as it is for a veteran to come home from the Army, the Navy, the Marines, the Air Force, the National Guard, it's just as hard as a convicted felon to come home and find work because they are not looked at as a person. They are, and I'm not crying, you guys. I just have a stuffy nose. They're looked at as garbage. They're looked at as the prison number that they left with. They're looked at as a ghost in society. They're looked at as they're not worthy enough to hold down a job. I've known people and I've heard about people who have gone to prison and are working and they hold down jobs because they want to make their lives better. They want to make a change. They want to make it better for their kids, for their families. They don't want their kids to see them locked up. They don't want to ever go back to that place because prison is not the best place for anyone to go to. Because, you know, I look at a lot of shows like 60 Days In and Locked Up and stuff. And I look at that and I just cannot believe how they are able to survive. I don't know how someone is able to do 20 years in a place like that where you have to do stuff unimaginable to survive. You have to fight for survival. And there, that is the jungle. You are a lion against other lions, against hyenas, against vultures, against all kinds of animals in human form that are going to come after you. And if they know you're weak, they will prey on the weak. And they will test your strength and your limits. And it is awful. But I just want to say again, if you have not seen When They See Us, you need to watch it. It is a powerful, powerful miniseries. Riveting, again, you know, as I said, unexplainable emotions. I, uh, excuse me, I'm so tired. No, no, we keep it real. I keep it real. You know, I, I burp, I cough. Um, it was an eye opener because it shows when someone is 
an officer of the court, an officer of the law, they will do whatever it takes to put someone behind bars and they overlook the fact of the evidence that is there. They become so invested in their minds where they convince themselves that this person is is truly guilty of this crime and it's sad. It truly is sad. And a lot of times that's why we see a lot of a lot of cases get op- reopened up 20 years later. A lot of cold cases and find out, you know, this is what really went down. <clears throat> this is what went down. And sometimes it's too late. But the person that came forth, Matthias Reyes, he was already serving a life sentence for uh, four other rape charges. And for him to confess, you know, they couldn't charge him for this one because the statute of limitations had ran out. Because it was back in 89. It happened in April 1989. He was arrested August 1989. And by 2002, the statute of limitations went out already. You know, um... But, um, I don't know. This one just has me baffled. You know, the injustice system, it's just been proven time and time again and again. Like I said, y'all, I'm just repeating myself. You know, the justice system, sometimes it's not always right. And we have to do what we have to do as a society to make sure we as a people, um, Hold our loved ones down. If you have anyone in prison or in the pro or in due process, and you know they're innocent, and they are innocent, but they are proven guilty as of a jury of their peers, just pray for them. Hold them down. Stay strong. Keep fighting, because if you're not strong for them, they can't be strong for themselves. So this is a short episode. But actually, no, it's not. I actually do have notes, actually. Um, I almost forgot. I'm sorry. So this has, is a normal episode. The things that I noticed in the miniseries, like I said, you know, the cops were lying and they tricked the young boys saying that they raped a woman when they truly didn't. And then you also see the rage within the families how Antron, you know, felt that his father neglected him by walking out on him and then seeing his mother still by his father's side, but knowing that he had to forgive his father and really truly be there for him because his father got really sick and his mother didn't want to give up on him. And even how Raymond, when he came home, he felt like a stranger in his father's home because he had remarried. His stepmother doesn't really like him. You know, she called him a dirty man a rapist, you know, and he eventually went, you know, to back to selling drugs. And um, a lot of the families of the men, they struggled on the outside just as much as the the guys struggled on the inside. You know, one, uh, Corey Wise's mother asked him, you know, if you could put just some money on my commissary, $10, $20. She said, I don't even have it. She said, but I'm going to work on it. You know, they were struggling because, like I said, the families outside of the prison is trying to stay strong for their sons and it's hard knowing that you know the justice system failed them it's hard and like I said even trying to get a job as a convicted felon is very hard and it will break a person down and it will 
tempt them to go back to a life of crime or a life of dealing drugs because it was fast, easy money. And they just have to stay strong. And you have to stay strong. But, again, we as a society, when we know something is wrong, we have to stand up and fight. We have to fight for the injustice. We have to fight for our rights. We must fight and come together. Because when the justice system fails us, we fail each other. So... Stay strong, my peoples. I love you. I love you for listening. And next week is the season finale. You know, we had to be serious right now, but I'm going to leave you with a wonderful song by the late, great Michael Jackson, Keep the Faith. All right? I love you for listening. Everybody say love. Everybody say love. Now drive that down your street and get your ass on out of here. All right? Stay tuned next week for our season finale of The Velvet Rope, season one, with many more seasons to come. All right? I love you for listening. Peace out, y'all. See ya. I'll see y'all soon.
up and around. Now. But keep the faith. Hey.